You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Narrow streets of cobblestone, neath the halo of a street lamp, I turn my collar to the cold and damp. When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light, it split the night. The sound of silence, and in the naked light, I saw 10,000 people, maybe more. Now, usually, Hoffman has a theme. Sound of silence from the Oklahoma punter. No, I just like this song. Ah, uh, uh, I, I just like this song. He's meeting with an agent. Hey, it happened. NFL future. I thought maybe that was some sort of weird homage to the free agency, like in baseball. Oh, no, but it could be. Because they always say, well, nothing's going to happen before Thanksgiving. And then they'll say, well, nothing really happens until Christmas. It's kind of this, this Marlowe well, scale. maybe he'll be signed by the trade deadline. So I'm pretty sure. Now, MLB, did they have their rankings today? Who's the top free agent? Is it Harper? Mm. Machado could flip and flop day to day. Last check, neither is signed. It's not David Robertson, no. who just signed a two-year deal with the Phillies for stupid money. Twenty-three million. Twenty-three million with the Phillies. Nationals so, and Harper and Boards allegedly met the Saturday before Christmas for a couple hours, which makes me wonder if that was just a Christmas party and they all happened to be there. I'm like, we got to invite him. He used to play here. <laughs> Holiday party. Yeah, I guess Harper can be invited to that. What do you talk about for that many? Basically, Scott Boar's like, I want $400 million. And they say, we're not giving you $400 million. All right, three eighty. We're not giving you three. Like, What do you talk about for five hours? I'm just wondering, am, am I wrong in thinking this? Maybe they replay an earlier segment of their five-hour yeah. interview. It just kind of <laughs> bothers me, though, free agency in baseball. It annoys me. And I, I shouldn't care because I'm sure by the time spring training care. rolls around or March, okay, almost all these guys will have a team. But I just I think about the NBA where every deal is made literally at 12.01. I mean, we joke around about tampering. We joke around about NFL GMs will be waiting at the dude's house or they'll have dinner that night. And literally in the NBA, all of these deals are signed, the big ones, at 12.01, the second free agency starts. And here's stingy baseball where all these owners have millions and millions of dollars billions. and nobody's doing anything. It's worse. You say tampering the, with the NBA. Because they're slave owners. I'm not going to go there, LeBron James, but I'm just saying, like, okay, what's going to change that much? It, you just had the, the GM meetings and the owners' meetings and the winter meetings and all that. Like, what are you doing? You use the T word with the NBA tampering. It's the C word in baseball, collusion. And I think you should care because this is going to be brought up in a major way in a couple of years for the next CBA, and it's going to cause some big issues because it's the owners trying to drive down salary is what it comes down to. And they're trying to take in more piece of the pie. And that's why no one's bucked up. And despite every owner having the money, no one is bucked up and signed Harper. No one. It, there's not one team in baseball that couldn't use either Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. And no one has done done it because they don't want to set the the market and set the price for future free agents. And look, the Cardinals would do it. They just don't have any place to play them. Of course, they don't need them. That's got fouled, right? And look, I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for the baseball players who are all millionaires, right? But when you compare it to the other sports, the contracts and the entry-level situation, it's way different with baseball, and it's not nearly as fair for the players. Even though these guys are all millionaires, you look at entry-level contracts in the NHL and NBA, in NFL, they're more like three, four years. 
in baseball, you get their first six years as a player, and then if you're a stud, they manipulate that first year, so you get seven. And that's where if I'm the players' union, I am absolutely going to strike, and I'm going to make sure that number goes down to five, and they switch the rules in terms of being able to manipulate that first year. I know you can get Super 2, and you can... You can get an extra arbitration year, but that's that's not fair. And then, that's not good for baseball when you're purposely holding your best yes. players back in the minors, like we saw with Chris Bryant a couple years ago, we saw it with just Brianna to get a Tatis year. Jr. It happens every yes, single year, it's and it's terrible. bad for the sport. That was a good hot take. Chuck said he was going to be better in 2019, or more uh, focused, or whatever. That was a good, thoughtful, hot take. Can you repeat it, please? Because that would make you network level if you could just take back what you said entirely. <laughs> And repeat it again. So I feel like I have said that many times in the past on radio and Twitter. That's or kind of say, just my take. It's bad for baseball. That's all it is. Am I wrong it's there, It's bad though? for baseball. Yeah, got to repeat it. Got to repeat it. It's bad for baseball, bad folks. When you have your best players. Best players. And you're not putting them in the major leagues. <laughs> not putting them in the major leagues. That makes no sense. No what about sense. this? What about this? Now it's almost like a <laughs> acapella choir. <laughs> Network guy that repeats himself over and over now has sidekicks <laughs> who help repeat the message. No, but Bad Chuck's, for the game. Chuck's 100% right. This is, it, it, can you imagine football? Like, hey, you know, we'd like to. And Todd Gurley's great, but we're going to not play him for the first six weeks. We're going to put avoid. him in Tulsa for a couple yes, weeks to stay stupid. loose. It's unbelievable. And this is why you can rip on him, but this is why I appreciate teams like the Minnesota Twins. Now, last year. They signed a bunch of one-year deals, and I liked those deals on paper. It didn't work out. Let's admit it. didn't work out, but Fernando Rodney and Lance Lynn and Logan Morrison, they kind of took this market, which was suppressed. You had the superstars, and you had the lower-level guys. Baseball has kind of lost that middle class, and they're kind of doing the same thing this year as well. So you need a middle class in baseball. You can't have just eight really elite teams trying to win a World Series and nine teams tanking. That makes it not very much fun at all for a third of the fan bases or more. And it's not good for the sport at all. You have to try. And right now, if you're a middle-class team, you have kind of a market correction here where you can go out and get some really good players probably on one- and two-year deals, right? For eight, nine, ten million dollars yeah. per year. And that's what's dumb, like when Rob Manfred talks about, we got to get people more engaged in the game. Um, you know, starting in the 11th inning, there's going to be a runner on, on second base. And uh, we're going to... We're going to try all these new things to try to speed things up and make sure things get done quicker so people will enjoy baseball more. And it's like, man, you under spring training and 10 teams have already decided the season's over. That's that's what's hurting your game. Right, they get to put a guy on second and third because they're terrible, okay, <laughs> when that 11th inning. That's the, you have a point where teams are winning 110 games or 105-plus games, not because they're that good, but because the other teams they're playing in their division are that bad. Well, how are the owners not addressing that amongst themselves right. and saying, guys, guys, not naming any names, okay, you over there, you're, you're ruining the sport. You're ruining our game. And here's the other thing. Who are, the first, our game. who are the first teams to tank here in the last five, ten years? The Cubs and Astros, right? Yes. So they kind of set works. the precedent, and they both won a World Series. All these other teams are like, we can do it. But guess what? It doesn't work when nine teams do it. Yes. There's only one World Series every year, and the Astros did it, and it worked out. And the Cubs did it, and it worked out. But now you have eight or nine teams doing it. It's not going to work out for all those That's teams. That's why I'm rooting for the Phillies, because they accidentally tanked. They just accidentally got really bad. It wasn't like some big thought out plan. But that's why I don't like. I don't hate the Dodgers. I like what the Dodgers do, which is just 
we just want to win and we're going to add talent until we get what we want. That's why I want them to go. If they get Bryce Harper, I won't be disappointed. They're doing something that I want other teams to do. Hey, we have a spot. We'd like to create a spot for this one $300 million player because he puts us that much closer to the to the World Series. All of these hot takes will be teed up tomorrow, Charlie. Baseball show. Yes. Fridays. How about this? Just in time for the new year, 1 o'clock on Fridays, it's Hoff, it's Rammer, it's Jimmy Hewer arguing. We got wet blankets. We got Billiken Bob. We got soccer gym all in one room talking <laughs> hardball. Wins above replacement. Is that the name of the show? Uh, it's going to be called five, the five, 590 Baseball. I think is what it's going to be. 590 Who said, Baseball. Did Frank say that earlier? Was he just kidding? I think he was kidding. I thought he said it was wins above replacement. Oh. Wins the blow of, above radio. I don't know. I was called five. I was told it was called five ninety baseball, but oh, okay. that's good. We can I, work on it. I don't fret about names. First show, we can work on names. Sometimes what are you a name you're going to change it later. No, but sometimes a game, uh, a name happens organically. Hey, we got a name for that show. Which one? The one the five ninety show that's about baseball. There you go. Lunch. The baseball show. <laughs> I love it. The point is the content will be great. Starting this Friday, which is tomorrow. Hey, time now for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. I find this interesting. Uh, Darren Ravel, who has me blocked on Twitter, tweeted this out. I had to circumvent and open up an incognito window in order to view it. But uh, this was... Top 10 beers sold in the United States. Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light are 1, 2, and 3, though they all saw a dollar sales decrease from 17 to 18. You know what? One of the beers, only two beers in the top 10 saw an increase. One is Mick Ultra, which they advertise on, hey, it's beer, but it's low calorie. So you're not, you don't feel so bad. You can work out and have one of these and not feel like you just cost yourself the workout. It's a workout beer. Yes. Like an energy drink. Jim Powers right now on the treadmill. (laughs) He's got one of those little helmets, those plastic helmets, like in baseball, (laughs) with the two beers in it, with the straws. I'm going to try that. He's got, (laughs) hey, honey, I'll get on the scale later. First, I'm going to try this. The other one that I'm fascinated by, it went up almost 5%. Keystone Light. Wow. They weren't bitter beer face. That was Meisterbrow, right? Yeah. Keystone Light was just remarkably cheap Keystone beer. Keystone was my beer of choice in college. So that is back in play and moving up. Hoff. Chuck. You brought up Darren Ravel. Yep. I thought you were going to bring up this tweet no. because this was kind of going viral earlier in the day no. where he tweets out this gentleman, Ronald Wayne, 84 years old, basically the third partner to Apple with Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak back in the day. So he sold his part. For $2,300, basically about a year before they get incorporated. He's 84 years old now. He lives in a trailer park, has, has a decent life. But if he would have not made that deal and kept his stock with Apple, it had been worth something like $100 billion. Well, you know, something's happening. And he got a check for about 2300 right before they incorporate. But Steve Jobs did try to bring him back in, but he didn't uh, come back in. Got to be a little bitter. Wouldn't you? That's kind of like the Breaking Bad story a little yes, bit. Yes, I was thinking about Walter that. White, that was the situation. Man, you have to wake up every day and just... We're getting two texts saying Ouch. that Keystone was, in fact, the bitter beer face. Keystone was the bitter beer face? Okay. From Doug's Prison Wall and Brian from Edwardsville. Also, it is the new year, um, and you're talking about getting healthier. Schnooks with their great, uh, great produce department to eat a little bit healthier and feel better. I will say, please abstain from being the guy who complains about the crowded gym. 
That's that's a deeply annoying person on social media. God, all these newcomers yes. trying to get in shape this time of year. Trying to feel better about themselves. I can't even get on a weight machine. What a thing to complain about. It's so stupid. Also, you know, six weeks in, it will temper off a little bit. So just six suck, days in. Suck it up. You just just wait them out. Yes. Wait the fatties out, okay? If You'll someone, have the gym. If someone <laughs> join a gym and lose 10 pounds and feel better about themselves, who are you to complain about it? I'll tell you what. I was there on New Year's Eve at the gym. Look at you. And it was packed. Wow, at about 10 o'clock, start. right across the street here, Gold's Gym. Uh, Bob Nightingale reporting the White Sox have offered. He hasn't mentioned terms yet, but they have offered a contract to Manny Machado. Apparently they are more in on him than they are on Bryce Harper. And we'd heard that for a while. Hey, they signed the brother-in-law. <laughs> Keystolite is, in fact, the bitter beer face. Kind of okay. uh, mid-90s, looks like. At this point, do you guys think Manny and or Bryce Harper, will either of them or both, Get more than the 325 number that Giancarlo Stanton got. No. And I agree with you now. And I would not have said that six months ago. I feel like it would have happened by now if if they would have gotten a bigger number than that. Do they get blamed for collusion? Or is it just sensible business that the number has come down? I think the years, though. I think it's about the years. Like, you can understand an AAV of 30-plus million for Bryce Harper and Manny Machado for seven years, maybe eight years, when you're starting to talk 10-plus years. And again, we've argued about this a lot. I still think for a guy who's 26 years old, for both of them, you sign that deal. And we've seen deals in the past. But if baseball as an entire entity is going to say, we're not doing any of those deals, well, then you can understand, well, you just got to take your best shot. And maybe that's seven years and an AAV of, of $35 million. Maybe that's the most they get. You guys want to take a trip out to Santa Clara early next I'm week? In. Get cheap tickets. Tickets on StubHub. This is for, for the, the National Football Championship. Championship. Alabama, Clemson. They played before each time outside of last year, but the previous two times before that they played really good games. StubHub as low as $115 for the National Championship game. The face value is about $475, well below. Now, of course, that game was in the title game last year was in Atlanta, which was a much more preferable location, well below last year's. Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, team from South Carolina, another team from I like he wasn't Alabama. sure where Clemson. Lucas Jones? Trying to figure out where, where Clemson is. <laughs> uh, South Carolina, Alabama, not necessarily a great location, even if you are living in California. Levi Stadium, kind of tough to get general to in general. interest if you live in the Bay Area. Whoa. Hey, my company's got a box. You want to go see the National? Eh, maybe. I yeah. would. That's that's the best thing for those Bay Area football fans. It's obviously terrible if you're Alabama or Clemson fans in the last couple of years. You're in the playoff every single year. All the more reason to hate the Pac-12. I feel like that's the only reason why that game's being played there. I, I just think national title games should be played mostly like in a rotation of like Miami, maybe Dallas, put in New Orleans, Rose Atlanta, Bowl. Rose Bowl, traditional sites that people want to go to. That's the Super Bowl deal is – I. It's made for people to go and have fun, so it should be a warm-weather place where you can walk. Even New Orleans, everything's just right there. Perfect party town. San Diego, when they used to have football in San Diego. I think the uh, stadium, though, that stadium, when's the last time? I don't think I've ever seen it full. I was thinking that. The Niners moved in and were bad, and it was empty. I guess the Super Bowl? Was it full then? 
Is that the Peyton Super Bowl? Yeah, Denver, Carolina. Sounds right. And we had the Pac-12 championship game, right? Which was, was it Utah, That's Washington? God, I don't it's know. on Fox, and I'm watching it. Yeah. If you're from Utah or Washington, that's uh, quite a, a plane trip yeah. there. And Pac-12 championship game. You probably have game. to fly into L.A. And then, or San Francisco and drive the rest of the way. Can you fly directly into Not Santa LA. Clara? No, yeah, but yeah. San Fran. Can you, drive, can you fly directly into Santa Clara? No, San Jose, Okay. which is right there. Yeah. Well, let's go. let's go. Yeah, let's go. We'll broadcast live from there on Monday. But if you're living in that area and you can see the national championship <sighs> game for a hundred bucks, I'm oh, going. Go. Even 100%. if I don't care about the teams, that's yes. just a fun event. That's the end of the day. That's the end of the day, Chuck. That's the end of the show. How about that? Midday grind bowl would have face value way above that on the secondary market. We it, created the bowl game while you were gone last. It, week. it would start strong and then it would, the dome, and then it would just kind of fade. <laughs> And then you just re-rack the first quarter. Halftime. And have people watch that. Halftime, the, the, the officials will go, guys, we can just mail it in from here on out. And the, the referees are like, come on, guys, we're up against it here. <laughs> Got a lot to get to. Our guest doesn't call in, and we start debating whether Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Hey, the Hardline with Rammer, TJ, Hadley, and others. Coming your way next. Delicious.